0: Here we go! It's another episode of Ask a Traffic Cop because that's how we rock. Uh, okay, that was lame. We don't really rock. We kind of just roll. It's traffic. See, we, we roll. It's, we have to talk about things with wheels on them, cars, bikes, motorcycles. Heck, we can talk about skateboards and rollerblades if you really want to. And I do want to, sort of. I want to talk about electric vehicles, uh, e e-bi- so e-bikes e-kick scooters, unicycles. I like talking about that kind of stuff. If you want to talk about that stuff, we can talk about it all day long. If you're watching, this is a show where you get to ask a traffic cop questions about stuff and things so you know stuff before you do stuff and try and avoid getting charged for stuff because very often that's exactly what happens. If you are if you're not knowing what the rules are, you might you might get into trouble. And nobody wants to get in trouble. Nobody wants tickets. I get it. Tickets aren't fun. But they're supposed to help you remember next time that you had a suboptimal situation. Didn't work out so good. Cost you some money, some time, something, something to dissuade you from doing it again. But there's always going to be those people who can't seem to figure it out. They have a long record of doing stuff that's not right. And they blame us for their actions. It, It really, really makes me laugh. I mean... Not ha-ha, chuckle, but, but it, it's entertaining when people point the finger and say, hey, copper, you're a tax collector. I keep talking about that because I think it's so funny. Uh, don't mistake this for being upset. I'm not. I really enjoy when people point fingers and, and accuse us of being big meanies because it's them who's doing dumb stuff to get, you know, tickets. It's not us doing the dumb stuff. Well, sometimes people uh, that wear uniforms do dumb stuff, but then they get in big trouble, and then hopefully they never do dumb stuff again. Uh, it's very expensive. So expensive. Okay, if you're watching, we are currently broadcasting on uh, TikTok, YouTube, Twitch, LinkedIn, Facebook, Instagram, kick in the platform formerly known as Twitter, now called X, simply X. I have mixed emotions about the name. Uh, X is cool in that it now works. In other words, if you're watching on Twitter, I no longer warn you that we can't hear you. We can actually hear you. We get messages from you. Although, oddly enough, I find that most people who watch us on Twitter watch us on replay, not live. Or at least they don't comment. I get very few comments from Twitter. So change it for me. Make it happen. If you're watching on Twitter, make sure you say hello. In fact, wherever you're watching, please say hello. We'd love to know where you're from, what you're doing, what you think. And, of course, we'd like to know questions that you'd like answers to in the wonderful, wild, and exciting realm of traffic safety, traffic law, and general police stuff. Uh, This is a podcast podcast. After the fact. So, if you're listening to us on a podcast app, it's because I took the live stream and I put it on the podcast app so you could listen to it legally while you drive. Because watching us on YouTube or TikTok while you drive is illegal. That would be a $615 fine for distracted driving, at least in Ontario, which is where we are broadcasting from. We are in the magical city of Toronto, in the most amazing province of Ontario, in that very large country called Canada. Yeah. We have a very large multi cultural community. We have an international audience. We hear from Americans. We hear from Australians, New Zealand, German, we hear from all over the world that people are watching us there and they like it. I don't know why, but I appreciate them anyway. <laughs> I, I mean I question sometimes why somebody's listening about you know to us about Ontario law when that law is not applicable to their country. However, I also know that we have a very large tourism uh, community where or, or our country is big on tourism in terms of people come to visit us we make good cake or something and uh, yeah so people want to know what the laws are before they visit which makes a lot of sense and there's a lot of rules also a lot of people are coming to live here because it's a great place to live work and play uh, let's talk to or at least acknowledge Akela who was first in the chat he got here well I think 45 seconds before we went live Actually, no, because I was late by a minute or two, so he was here a few minutes before the live. But he's here all the time, and once again, his meeting was canceled so he can participate all day. And actually, I have I I, I realized last night as I was getting into bed that I neglected to send Jerry Agar an email asking for John Moore's information so that I could find out about his traffic signal. Because yesterday we were on the air with the Jerry Agar show on News Talk 1010 in Toronto, and it turns out that their, their early morning host... Uh, has a problem with his signalized intersection on the street that he lives. It's three minutes once he gets there before it turns green. So he chooses to break the law. That's yeah, not good. We want, we want to see why that's happening. And Akela, Akela has information and access to information because he works in the industry. All right. I'll flag your dad joke for later, but I'm not reading it. I don't want to ruin the surprise. I'll also flag your uh, uh, Yogi Berra quote. But let's go to Tim Shallow who says, Good morning, Sean. Uh, Tian, who says, good morning. Uh, Michael, who says, Sean, want to talk about stuff and things, and I want to listen about things and stuff. Very good. I love it. Uh, we have uh, Michelle Ryan, uh, who says, good morning. Uh, we have, uh, or is it Mitchell Ryan? Sorry? Michelle or Mitchell? I think it's Michelle. And everyone else is going, what's he talking about? It's, it's a lack of space. Lack of spaces and trying to read quickly. Sean Chen, Happy Thursday. <laughs> he always adds the heh <laughs>. <laughs> heh. Sean's a great guy. He is a, a talented young photographer who has provided a number of photos of police cars and intersections, uh, which I use for the, the um, morning posts. The morning posts, what I'm talking about when I say morning post, is specific to the Vision Zero Enforcement team, which I will talk about momentarily. Now, I plan ahead some of these, these uh, posts, and I chose this one to be a snowy morning if you looked at a, if you if you look at our posts every morning, um, you will see that they they rotate through a bunch of them, and I try and put new images in. This is new, not nude. New. I don't post nudes. Uh, if I if I, <laughs> I, uh, I posted uh, this one of a snowy day, and there's, there's really not a lot of snow happening lately, so I I'm, I I didn't. I figured we'd have a few feet by now when I programmed this. It's just assumed. Yeah, I was wrong. In any case, if you want to see where the Vision Zero enforcement team is every single day, you can do that by subscribing to our Traffic Services Twitter page uh, or X page. You can also get us on Instagram, and we have a Facebook page. So if you would like to know every morning where we're going to be, that is how to do it. But what are we talking about? What are we actually talking about when I say Vision Zero? It is a dedicated group of officers who are out there changing driver behavior one ticket at a time. How do they do that? Well, they issue tickets for the big four. They're looking for speeders, aggressive drivers, distracted drivers, and impaired drivers because we know that those driver behaviors lead to serious injury and death on the roads more than other things. So makes sense to focus on those things. Yeah. They don't go out and give, you know, well, actually, I shouldn't say that they don't give you tickets for covered plates and tint covers and tinted windows and everything else under the sun. But they're not looking at you for that they're looking at you for your driving behavior and if you happen to have 25 things wrong well you'll get 25 tickets uh a lot of people don't like that idea of getting you know held accountable for everything they say well i was speeding so give me the speeding ticket but why are you giving me tickets for the 25 other things well those other things are safety issues too so if you have 25 things wrong with your vehicle historically when i was on the road i I might give you one or two breaks you know, you forgot your driver's license, don't but I can verify it. While I'm giving you tickets for everything else, maybe I'd give you a, a break, a warning on one or one of them or more. Anyway, uh, Vision Zero Enforcement team, we're talking about, uh, uh, where are they today? That's what I was talking about. 22 Division and 55 Division, that's Etobicoke, West Mall, Queensway, Etobicoke in general. You've got the beaches, Riverdale, Danforth, East York, neighborhoods where real people live, work, and play. And if I have left out, an appropriate hashtag for those neighborhoods and you think they are, I've not done a good job of representing them. Well, message me and let me know what would be a good hashtag and I will use different hashtags, but I want to make sure that I represent those communities. Well, you know, so people who are in them get their hashtag notification that we talked about them. Yeah. It's important. Okay. Let's get into uh, more comments and, uh, Questions, So we talked. OK, we talked. Here we go. Jimmy Shaw says PC Sean. And it says salutes. But I think what that is, is a uh, emoji intention of an emoji that got converted to the verbal salutes. Well, thank you very much uh, from Jimmy who salutes us. And we've got Jordan Leduc, who, is, who says good morning Sean. And we have AJ the Awesome, who says good morning Sean. Had McDonald's and it's fighting back cold and sick, so I'm in <laughs> here to stay today. I hope all is well. Um, I uh, I feel you. <laughs> I I ate something yesterday that didn't, that didn't like me, but I, I still sh- I still showed up. No, you've had a couple of days where you got to, to watch the show recently. That's good. Glad to have you. Um, okay. So. Michael says, if government wanted to collect money, it would be cheaper to not police at all. I love this, your comment, Michael, because it's so true. People think that we are a money-making industry for the government. And I would argue that, no, we cost a lot more money to do what we do. But that's because we're trying to make the roads safer. It's It's not a profitable business, policing. It costs money to police. And, of course, we hear about this all the time as people don't like paying for policing. But then there's kind of a necessity thing. Anyway, uh, how fast you have to be going for the no-chase law to apply? Why would you want to know that? First of all, it's not a no-chase law. People think we don't chase. Well, we will chase. Depends on why. We have to be able to articulate why we're putting lives at risk because the clown that's running from us is putting lives at risk. And if we chase the clown who's running from us, taking a uh, in in some cases, a minor traffic offense and turning it into a criminal offense, that clown is probably going to get hurt because they're doing things that are beyond their skill set. They're just scared and and uh, and and pathetic. But they're running away. And now they're putting others at risk. We don't want to push them. So what we do is we get enough identifiers on the vehicle and then we go arrest them at their homes. That's the smart thing when we can, but if it's, listen, if it's somebody who's got a has kidnapped somebody or is armed and dangerous and hurting people actively, we don't say, Oh, you're going too fast. We're just going to lay off. No, we, 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 uh, we can play the game and we will, we will do things. There's a lot of things that are available to us. We have a radio system. We can phone friends. We can call helicopters, uh, depends on the reasons. Everything has to be articulated. Okay. Is it still illegal to watch? Really, just listen on my phone inside my forklift on work property. I join and put my phone on the dash. Well, a couple of things. If you're, you watch on YouTube primarily, so I know that if you if you have the YouTube you pay for, which I don't understand, but I've t- I've been tempted sometimes when getting really annoyed with ads uh, to subscribe. Have yet to try even the, t- the sample version, but I think you can listen with the screen off. If you're on TikTok, you can open the live, join us. And then you can close the screen and you'll still hear the audio. So that's an option. Definitely an option. But it's harder to, uh, to, to chat back if you're not a live connection. Because when I say, just listen a day late. Uh, but then we wouldn't be talking to you the way we're talking to you now. Okay. Uh, Michael says, once I listened live on TikTok, it played in the background. With map in foreground, phone mounted, displaying the map. Legal. Yes. If you're using your uh, navigation system, And regardless of the fact the audio is streaming, your navigation system is the only thing that is being displayed. That is lawful as long as it's mounted, so you are in good. You're good. You're in a good situation. You're doing the right thing. But, of course, it's Michael H., so we know he's doing the right thing. Professional driver, all-around good guy, regular in the show. Hey, speaking of the show, if you don't already do this, please like, subscribe. And if you're on TikTok in particular, please tap that screen showing that you have likes. Send us a gazillion likes because it really helps Tell other people what we're doing and then that what we're doing is worthwhile. Uh, let's say here, AJ says they don't mind his job. Good good morning to Liz. Uh, what is this? Are snow socks for your tires legal in Ontario? There are alternatives to snow chains. Please Google if confused. Well, I am confused. I've never heard of snow socks. I did have an interesting conversation with someone in, what was it? It was my inbox. It was direct messaging from... Uh, Uh, TikTok, and they were talking about the fact that they are from Northern Ontario. Apparently, they got a ticket for driving with studded tires in Southern Ontario, but they are totally permitted to because they're registered in Northern Ontario. And I went and I reread the law because I do that. I like to refresh and reread. And I realized I made a mistake. So I want to correct that, take that opportunity right now. I had said that a vehicle that's registered in Northern Ontario can travel into Southern Ontario for up to 30 days. That's not what I read when I reread it. If you are out of the province or country and have the studded tires, you can visit for up to 30 days. But if you're registered to Northern Ontario, it appears, and I, stand, I, I expect I could be corrected at any time, it appears that you could drive uh, into Southern Ontario as long as the vehicle is registered in Northern Ontario for no specific amount of time. The 30-day limitation is for people who are not Ontario residents and specifically Northern Ontario residents. So um, I will have to look at the snow sock thing and talk about it another time because I've used all the available time for snow sock and chain discussion and, and studs. Okay. Michael L., not to be confused by Michael uh, with Michael H., uh, has a question as to whether or not police are required to give their name and badge number in Ontario. I had a Toronto police officer point to their epaulets but never verbally said it. There is no rule that says we have to verbalize them, that I'm aware of. There's no policy or procedure. It's on our uniforms. You're welcome to make a note of it. Saying it doesn't change the fact that it's written on my shoulder. Uh, mine happens to be 99947. I wear name tags. We're required to wear name tags. Now, if you could not read the epaulette, um, yeah, I imagine that the person, the officer in question would be uh, obligated to tell it to you if it wasn't, you know, available on the uniform. I can't read it. I can't see it. Uh, but if it's plainly visible, why are you asking them like, to say it? Is you trying to catch them in something? I don't know. I'm not aware of any policy that says you must verbalize it. Okay. Uh, Age of the Awesome says he's very proud of the uh, fact that he has a clean record or clear record. Awesome. We like clear records. Very important if you ever want to become a police officer, by the way. Oh, good coffee. Okay. Moving on. Joseph Ryan Beal has a question. Is it illegal to have tires that are less than adequate tread? It's absolutely illegal. You have a minimum tread, death. I think, is it two or three millimeters? Uh, I was just do, making some notes on it, because I'm creating some training material for officers. And um, yeah, there is a minimum. If you, if you have effectively bald, if, you, if, the, if the wear bars on your tire are flush with your tread, uh, those are unsafe for the road. We'll, we'll, we'll give you a ticket. Not only can we give you a ticket, if it's really unsafe, I have you have slick tires, uh, maybe we're taking you off the road. Maybe you can't be on the road. Uh, depends on the officer and what they're willing to let you do. But if especially in, in terrible weather, uh, that's a recipe for collision. Uh, that's a recipe for disaster. Uh, so, yeah, I would take you out of service for that. Definitely not legal. Excuse me for a second. Okay, better. I had to cough. Didn't want to do that in your ear. Uh, let's see here. Saw a Dodge Charger yesterday, not a cop. Uh, and he had a push bar on it looked awesome any laws or regulations against having it just curious. You got lots of questions today. this is usually, when you get bad food poisoning it's good you give us lots of material. The deal is that I, I've been told although I've not been able to confirm in law that it's illegal. So I've been told that having something that is not compliant with crumple zones or interferes with the crumple zone, changing the dynamics of a collision could in fact, Cause a problem now. I think more it's more likely that your insurance company would have a problem with you in terms of whether the coverage would would be accepted, whether they would sorry accept a claim or or authorize a claim. But is it illegal? I don't think it's illegal. Brush bars uh, or off-road bars are, are very common. But again, it's it's about mounting. Maybe there's a difference in, in civilian mount mounting versus police mounting. I don't know. But I don't know of any specific law or ticket that I could write you. Uh let's see here. <laughs> Caleb commentary. Uh no chase law. No, it said no hellfire missile. Law. <laughs> I just, oh my goodness. Yeah, we don't they don't give us those. I think the reason when they don't give us things like that is because we, we we had no. Not, I'm not even going there. Uh let's see here. Chase says, very disappointed. I wish I had one of my local police services had better policies on their social media. All comments are off, no replies on any social media platforms, can only ask questions via email. And he continues to say—actually, there's no—is there a continuation? Hang on. Yes, there is. Continues to say, I spoke with their media relations officer, and he said it's because they are afraid of offensive comments, and I'm so thankful of TPS. So they're not thankful of TPS. You're thankful of TPS. Totally get it. Um, I I read an article that was published by media relations officers, and there is something to be said for turning it off. I get it. They don't want to have to— make sure that there's nobody doing things that are offensive in the comments. I get it because they don't want to be part of the problem and giving people an opportunity to simply uh, cause uh, issues for other people who want to read information. They don't want to have to muddy the waters with uh, with folks who are offensive. And I, I'm constantly setting up uh, threads to remove things and delete offensive comments and report uh, racism and, and, and just general horribleness that people do leave in our comments. And it's a full-time gig in terms of oh, full-time exaggeration. I spend a lot of time on my personal time taking care of that because it it bothers me when people are being disgusting uh, in the comments and not necessarily at me. Uh, There's people who use or make really disgusting comments that are racist about certain people not necessarily me (laughs) and the problem is that I, I report those people and a lot of them get strikes on their accounts which is good. In any case, I totally get why they do it. I'm just glad that we don't do it Okay, Michael says, sorry, Chase. I don't know what I was in relation to. Uh, Corey Wilkins. What's going on, my friend? Uh, if I loaded my small car during a move and I can't see out my back window, is that legal? Depends. And there's a couple of depends. One, if you have no clear view to the rear by mirror, then it would be illegal. You have to have at least either the side mirrors, both side mirrors, or the single mirror on the rear of the uh, windshield to be able to look out the back window. Clear view is required, or you can be ticketed. Now... When you talk about your loaded vehicle, are you securing the contents of your vehicle? Is it a secure load? If you were to break in an emergency situation, would you, the driver, have everything collapse on you? Would that become then a, uh, a something that interfered with your ability to operate your vehicle safely? Insecure load is something that you could be charged with as well. Even though it hasn't happened yet, uh, it's a problem. Uh, Satvir says, and by the way, I see that, that the—I uh, I remind everybody that— uh, The TikTok integration isn't working, but we do have the joyful assistance. I know he's smiling. Joy, full of joy. JD is helping us right now and is uh, uh, taking your questions from TikTok and transplanting them over to the main window so I can respond to them. Anyway, so G1 is allowed to drive with supervision. What if the supervisor driver doesn't carry a license? Well, they need to be able to surrender that. Can they be charged for – I don't know if they can be charged for not having it on them. But we certainly need to verify. I, I need to look it up. I think they may have to have it on them. In any case, they could be charged potentially. Going out on a limb here. I've never had this situation, so I'm I'm speculating. I'm going through. Oh, JD says that they have to have it on them and they can be charged. There you go. I mean, here's the common stuff. They have to be appropriate driver, and they have to be under .05 uh, BAC, blood alcohol content. But JD has uh, the, the omnipotent uh, voice from above. Well, actually, he's not speaking, so he's the... Uh, <laughs> the omnipotent uh, texting uh, screen person who just told me the answer. Anyway, uh, yeah, they have to carry their license. There you go. Ryan Dow, does your Vision Zero stuff include targeting pedestrians for enforcement? I think I I just clearly told you that it is for speeding, aggressive driving, distracted driving, impaired driving. They focus on drivers, not pedestrians. Uh, Is there a... uh, Is there a a push to push enforcement on pedestrians? I'm not aware of anything that pushes or focuses enforcement on pedestrians. However, pedestrians are required to comply with the law, and I think we need more enforcement. I think a large number of problems are because pedestrians and cyclists and uh, e-scooter people are not following the rules. Yeah, but uh, no, I don't think Vision Zero stuff currently targets pedestrians. Uh, let's see here. Good coffee. Can't just get away with not telling us where it's from. I, I don't, Here's the thing. I poured all my Nespresso pods into one. This one is golden color, and I have no idea what flavor it is because I threw out the box. So I'd have to uh, look it up, but it was good. Nespresso in general is good. I have a machine just outside the office. I call it the green room, but really it's just the table that's not in this room. And uh, I have three coffee machines on there. Depending on what day of the week it is, which one? Do I brew a whole pot? Do I use the pods? Do I have K cup? K Cup is losing. I, I don't I don't love K Cup stuff. Anyway. At home I do, but not here. Okay. Oh, okay. I'm just reading a comment that Michael made regarding forklift on private property and that it's yeah. Uh Northern Pike says, hey Sean and everyone. Well, I appreciate you actually including everybody. I I think that's awesome. Uh, Just a reminder, if you're watching, regardless of where you're watching, please like, subscribe. We're approaching 3,000 followers or subscribers on YouTube, which is awesome. Uh, It's a very different platform. So I appreciate the fact that we are slowly growing there. Uh, I I, I know we have a tremendous number of views, but as I see on all the channels, everyone says the same thing, like 50% or more of the people who watch are not subscribed. So, Please subscribe if you're watching and you don't currently subscribe. And if you're on TikTok, please follow us and please share our content because we want to help as many people as possible. And if you don't know who I am, my name is Sean Chaperone, a police officer with the Toronto Police Service. And I talk about traffic safety, traffic law, and police stuff every single day, even when I'm at home and not at work. Because I think it's important. And speaking of talking about traffic safety, uh, a particular person, I think they had two followers, so they're, they're a troll account. But they claimed to be a former MTO officer, and they were supporting the concept that laser jammers should be legal in Ontario, which I think is pathetic, especially as a former law enforcement officer, even though, you know, MTO, they enforce laws, they're not police officers. But there are still people who represent the government, that enforce laws of the government, and uh, I'm glad that they're not. They said former, so I'm glad that they're not police or uh, uh, MTO officers anymore, because if you're telling me that you think that we should be able to go faster when everything points to the fact that faster is more dangerous because speed kills, then you should not be wearing a uniform. So for that person, I am thankful they no longer wear the uniform. It's probably why, actually. It's probably why they don't work here anymore or work for the province. But the deal is they, they think that we should be able to do 150. So ridiculous. Ridiculous. Okay. I had fr- a friend with holes in the sorry I had a friend with holes in the floorboard of his car and he had covered it with his mat what charge would this be if caught so that vehicle would be an unsafe motor vehicle I I take the plates if I, so I, there's a is an officer he's since retired and I'll never forget the fact that he uh, he, he told the story I never I didn't see him in court I, I I don't think I saw him live in court but I know the story from his mouth as well as everybody else who ever knew him uh, but he uh, he talked about going to court and uh, being at the side of a car and looking in, and he says, your, your Worship, do you know what I saw when I looked inside the window? You know, Bloor Street. Because I don't remember which street it was. But yeah, he, he could see the floor. So when, when you have obvious defects like that, it is unsafe, and the vehicle would have their plates pulled. Anyway, I appreciate you asking that question so I could relive that memory. But I had just spoken about uh, uh, Steve like last week, I think. Anyway, uh, Danae Brown Tanae or Danay? I don't think there's any other way to say that. Just let me know. Uh, Can a G driver take a G1 driver on a 400-series highway? No. Not unless that G driver with four years' experience also happens to be a professional driving instructor, like from young drivers or a professional driving course. Not just mom, dad, cousin, uncle, friend. A professional driver. Uh, otherwise, uh, they're not allowed to be on a road that has speed limits over 80 or any 400-series highway would be out of the question. There are a couple of exemptions, mind you, so, yeah, uh, those you need to look up. They're, they're in the driver's handbook, by the way. Good morning, Sean, and have an awesome day. Thank you, Brandon. Let me scroll back since as soon as I read that, everything slid down. I see Linda just jumped in, and Vandro, our Brazilian fan, is watching again. And Sergeant Campbell is joining us. 10 1030 ish almost? Okay. Did we have a question that was a was a Sergeant Campbell question? There were some questions yesterday. I'm gonna slide over. Now, for anyone watching on Instagram, uh, you're about to watch buddy the uh the bear instead right, of us I'm, because
1: I'm moving you over and I yeah. it's we're, just we're, awkward when we're too close.
0: Yes. It's warm in here already. We don't need uh, to snuggle.
1: There is a Sergeant Campbell statement to be made. Oh, yeah? Yes, I made a mistake.
0: <laughs> you're ready
1: for that. What? <laughs> hey, probably last week when I was on, um, somebody asked about the snowmobile trail warden program. Okay. You and, said it was still in effect. And I said it was still in effect. So there are trail patrollers that are starting up right now, but they're different from wardens and they do not have special constable status like the trail wardens did up until 2016, 2017 yeah, when that program stopped. And I was not aware of it. I knew that they were bringing back uh, patrollers, but I thought they had the same status as, as the wardens did. So so there you go. Expect to see the OPP out there uh, doing enforcement out there, doing ride out there, um, checking for permits. But trail wardens are patrollers, and they're going to be there to assist anybody uh, that requires the assistance.
0: Very cool. I don't remember if there was another question, but I, there was one we just talked about, and it was, I believe it's Denae, or Den, I, this name is, is messing with me. Denae or Danay or Dan I don't know. Uh, no, that's not the one I wanted, actually. I just focused on the name. Where was the question I actually wanted to talk about? Oh, here, this is the one. It was from Age of the, from Corey Wilkins. And I just made Danny go, what the heck is wrong <laughs> with this guy? Uh, I had a friend with holes in the floorboard of his car, and he had covered it with his mat. What charge would it be if it was caught? And I said it would be unsafe motor vehicle.
1: Is there another one? Uh, there could be an emission one as well, okay, uh, to let uh, emissions into the vehicle uh, from underneath because that's where the exhaust is. It would be unsafe, um, but why would he do that to his buddy Matt? <laughs>
0: he just covered it with his mat. Um, <laughs> do you, I'm sure you've heard these stories too. Do you remember a now since a retired officer uh, who has a great story about testifying about uh, being able to see through the. No, I don't. Oh, I thought you would have no.
1: uh
0: there was an officer at TSV who who once testified saying, Your worship, when I looked in the car, you know what I saw? I saw Blur Street, you know. <laughs> yeah.
1: Yeah, we need uh, we need cars to be whole. We need cars not to have holes in it. We need cars to uh, be safe. Now that we have unibody cars, uh, when you start putting holes in stuff, it affects the integrity of cars and it stops everything from seeping can, its way in. It can be wet. Yeah, <laughs> it be
0: very wet. And you and know what? Quite honestly,
1: floors can be fixed fairly easily because it's underneath the carpet. Because it's underneath his buddy Matt, um, you know what? Some some sheet metal and some fiberglass. It, it can be fixed fairly easily. Cool. Uh, to make it compliant, it doesn't mean that the rust is stopping, but to make it compliant for the moment. So,
0: so don't. So, so tell your friend to get it fixed. Uh, the question is: Are you related to Ben Shapiro? Just kidding. Uh, you wouldn't believe how many people ask that question, but I, I have the same answer, and that is: I don't think so. And uh, my my suggestion is that he is. I'm six foot five. He he is not. He's he's a less vertically developed person. Yep. Uh, and he has wonderful hair. I do not. Yep. And his voice is not anywhere near as deep as mine.
1: You know what I get asked? Are we related?
0: It's funny because you know we we both have uh, less hair than the average and more facial hair than the average. Yep. Uh, but that I don't know what else there is. You look, look, the look the same.
1: Kind of look the same. I've been told I should put my glasses on and I would look exactly like. Well, oh,
0: that we should try that sometime. I, I actually have an extra pair just like this. I, I I like these so much, and I worried about breaking them that I bought an identical pair that I could just pop these lenses into if I should break these.
1: That is why we're so much alike because I have done exactly the same thing. <laughs>
0: It makes sense. When you like something, like you, you like it enough, you, 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 they
1: may discontinue it. I mean, what would happen? That's exactly why I did what I did. I break frames. It happens. I don't wear my glasses all the time. So when I put them down or I lose them or I break them or I sit on them, you can pop them out really quickly. And
0: Although I did see some cool stuff, and this is Instagram ads at work or Facebook ads, and my, my kids wear glasses, and they're all about fashion. So I got them a couple pairs of glasses, but the, one Product is available that has magnetic, slap-on magnet, like it's like almost like 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 swatch watches. No, no, not even sunglasses. Just the frame color has a ring of of, uh, of magnets, and you can just put on new colors, so you can always be color coordinated. You know, if you're a dad of girls, you need to know. Yes, fashion stuff. Uh, AJ says, I think it's good. We have good community here. I don't really see any super annoying or offensive people. Glad for it. Well, we also don't, you know, talk about. The super super offensive people we ignore um, because and we ban. But the discussion earlier was uh, Chase saying that uh, was it Waterloo Regional Police does not have comments turned on on their social media, and he was really disappointed. And he called them about it, and the response was they want to avoid having you know bad stuff in the comments that could offend people. I think I'm paraphrasing, but I think that's what you said.
1: Yeah, and you know what? Originally, when we started doing that, we thought about doing that as well, but we're not achieving anything by that um if people have comments, we got big shoulders, we can take it. we understand not everybody likes us, not everything that we say is makes everybody happy. but it is a discussion it's a it's a conversation we're having
0: social media
1: now unless it crosses a line and we have we have uh, a moderator today and he does a fantastic job he gets rid of all the bad comments, doesn't let them through and actually stops people from, the ability to comment when they cross that line.
0: We can mute them. We can ban them. But in the regular comments in, in TikTok, TikTok is, it, I don't think people realize is how amazing it is at making sure the, the community is safe. They have filters. So certain words you can't say or if you say it, it, it just automatically pulls the comment out and no one sees it. We get a, a message saying it's, it's it's waiting for us to review. Uh, but we, we have a, the ability of protecting the community from clowns and trolls. Okay, I saw Linda had a comment earlier. Uh, Good morning, my hero. Have a great day, and thank you for all the, the you do uh, to help us all. We love you all. And that was before you were here. Otherwise, I know that Linda would have included you, <laughs> and she would have made it plural. But uh, thanks, Linda. Linda's been uh, you know, following us on, on Facebook forever and ever and always has nice things to say, and we appreciate you. Uh, let's see here. This is back and forth. Oh, please, if you're on TikTok, especially, uh, you'll see the Q that is added here. Uh, just so we know it's a question as opposed to dialogue back and forth, we'll skip it. Because, you know, your conversation amongst yourselves is your conversation. We want to keep the show flowing. Uh, Veth, now, okay, Veth USA official? Veth, too many letters without spaces. Veth USA, no, no. I would
1: say Veth official.
0: Oh, see, I totally went a different direction. Yeah, that makes more sense. No, yeah, okay, I'm moving on. Any recommendations or exercises to improve your physical fitness to become a police constable? There's so many. Uh, I am a big guy. I've always been, a somebody accused me of fat shaming. They Sorry. said, you are obese, and yet you fat shame people saying they should be in good shape to apply for the police service. You have to be in good shape to apply for the police service. I was in better shape when I applied for the police service. As was I. Yeah, and and then I'm still a shape. I'm just more round than I used to be. still a shape. Yeah. So, uh, so I thought that was pretty funny. That was my my morning before I even got dressed. I read that comment, and uh, the deal is this: I uh, had to work extra hard to be able to get past certain aspects of the testing. So, the shuttle run is not my friend. I hate the shuttle run.
1: See, for me, it's no problem.
0: But the, the pursuit restraint circuit, I could do that in my sleep. I, I got the fastest times when I, was, when I was doing it because, for me, it was a walk in the park. Drag a drag 180-pound dummy. I mean, you could do that with the, easily. But other people, really good at the run, not good at the pursuit restraint. Everyone has their skills. You have to work to your weaknesses.
1: Flexibility is my – I'm not flexible. I'm not flexible at all. When I did my final test at, at uh, Elmer, which is the Ontario Police College, mm-hmm. if I do my flexibility test after my run – I seem to be okay. If I do it before, I'm in big trouble. And I did it before and I didn't, I just squeaked by, but it is a a combined score of a bunch of different components.
0: The only score being older is better.
1: So yes. So my run had to really be good because I, I wanted to achieve the highest mark that I could. Sure. Obviously everybody wants to do that, especially when they're at a police college and my run went extremely well, fastest I've ever run the mile and a half just because I wanted to prove that I could do it. so
0: so there was the mile and a half was gone uh, for for graduation when I went through. you went through for PC a little later. when I went through earlier, earlier that's what I mean yeah, much earlier. yeah yeah there you go. I was a court officer uh, and there was running involved for that, but even the entrance back then was was shuttle, but there was more running at the college. When I went to the college, there was not a lot of running uh, other than shuttle run stuff, there was a there's a lot of stuff to do. But so, my comments and why I bring up the sh- shuttle is because that was big guy running, big guy slowing down, turning and starting again. That was difficult. And people say, you know, running, how do you train for that? Well, people think you run the test you want to do to win or run long distance to beat the shuttle run. Uh, running long distance doesn't necessarily make you a better shuttle runner. It's VO2 max, it's about sprinting. So, I, I got a 20 meter piece of rope, I went to a, a, um, a tennis court. And I would, I would do the beep test to exhaustion, take a couple of beats, and then jump back in at the higher speed. And I did that, and I was able to excel on the uh, the shuttle run. I, listen, I'm not, by no means did I do like level seven. I did, or back then it was six and a half, I think. I did whatever I had to do to get in. I I, I wasn't aiming to exceed it. I just wanted to beat it, uh, and I did. But so you know, what? it's it's putting uh, working out and and keeping healthy. As part of your lifestyle while you're getting ready, and it should be for a lifetime thing. Like I, I would have loved to have maintained uh, and and done better, but uh, I, this injury has really messed up with my stuff. So I've gained weight since my my motorcycle crash. Anyway, uh, talk to a recruiter. They give you great advice. Uh, there are people who run fitness programs catered to people trying to join the police. But there are tryouts. You can come out and try the, uh, a Schedule a, a, a testing. Opportunity. Yep.
1: Our uh, our police college or our recruitment uh, sets up a course, and you can come out and give it a try, and actually physically participate in it to see what mm-hmm. you're good at, what you're not good at. So.
0: And they have for the folks, especially for for females, they have uh, special programs or special training nights where they teach techniques because a lot of the stuff that is physical strength related, like the pursuit restraint circuit where you have to drag a dummy and and do the handcuffing simulation, those are skills. It's not you can muscle through it but there are skills that you can use to help you through it. And they want you to pass. Everyone, they want us to pass. They want to hire good people. If you go to tps.ca forward slash careers, I'll put that on screen, uh, you can get in contact with folks at the recruiting unit. Now, if you go to police constable and scroll down, you'll see some of the friendly faces who are here to give you help. And you can actually contact them. They will help you. Like I said, it's it's their intention to hire good people. And Oops. I need to decline. I forgot to put myself on do not disturb. <laughs> okay. Uh, I love phones that are connected to my computer. Not. Anyway, that's, that's the story. So uh, since we're here talking about police constable applications, let's go to civilian roles because I, I like going to that. Not everybody wants to wear a uniform, but they still want to work for a great organization. And we have lots of jobs where you can have that opportunity. Uh, e and I. So what's EI and HR? What's EI? Employee.
1: Equity and inclusion oh. and human resources.
0: Well, there you go. I, I just read it, and I was like, I don't know what the EI is. Yep. Well, equity, training inclusion, and human resources. Training specialist indigenous. Uh, they're looking for someone there, developer digital team, intermediate technical analyst in the radio infrastructure section, workplace investigator, equity, inclusion, and human rights. There you go. They, they, they spelled it out. Why do they spell it out there? And use-
1: Oh, I said human resources, but it's human rights.
0: Oh. Mm. Yep. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Yep. I think you're. I think there you go. Interesting. We all learning something. Uh, Advisor Indigenous Engagement 2024 Youth in Policing. The Yippie program is a great thing for students and uh, who qualify and Yippie. and communications operator. And we've had Yippies who have gone on to become police officers.
1: It's cool. Yippie is Youth in Policing Initiative.
0: Yes, and uh, you can make fifteen dollars an hour working part time at a police station, uh, getting to know what we do and how we do it. You know, hanging I mean, out with us? Yeah, hanging out. It's always good to hang out. How many calls for service are normally in the queue when you start a shift as a patrol officer? I don't know, but I know that it's a lot. I know that and there's. It, always, depends. It, it does depend, depending on the, you could get there. I would start a shift years ago, and there'd be nothing in the queue, and then all heck would break, break loose, and there'd be calls pending for the entire shift. And sometimes you get there, and there's twenty calls pending, It's depending on what shift you're starting on.
1: Yep, and it depends on the day. It depends what's going on. It depends if it's a weekend. It depends if it's a long weekend. Mm-hmm. It actually depends on if it's a full moon. Ask any police officer yes. or, or ask any nurse in an emergency room mm-hmm. or a doctor in an emergency room. They're busier when the full moon or the day after the full moon is out it, it, for some reason.
0: So fun fact, Chase says the technical name for a traffic signal light is called a highway head in all the MTO design documents I work on. I've never heard that.
1: A highway head. Oh, cool. That's what I have.
0: <laughs> I think we should get a T-shirt Highway Head. Yes, let's make let's make merch. Uh, let's see here. I wonder why. The, oh, so the, you, you weren't here for this, but uh, I was mentioning the fact that someone made a comment that they were a former MTO officer, mm-hmm. and they believe that everyone should have laser jammers because the speeds are too slow. And they were so. I was thankful that they're not an active MTO officer because that would be. You know, silly that they should be representing the law while they don't believe or support it.
1: Right, and specifically with commercial vehicles as well. Because oh, yeah. if they're an MTO officer, that's probably what they focused on.
0: So, the, so Michael says, he uh, he's I wonder why he's not a inspector anymore or lying if they think they should be allowed. Yeah, maybe they were just full of it. Like they had two followers on TikTok. But they were in, that was the comment structure that they had. They said we should be able to do 150. Okay, Liz says. I'll have to jump on my dad's computer one day, retired TPS officer, and subscribe him. Tell him about you, but he might watch if you pop up in his YouTube account. Yes, we need as many subscribers as possible. We're approaching 3,000 followers or subscribers on YouTube, which is wow. really cool. That is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, we have 600. What is it now? We have 648,000. Hold on a second. I will tell you because I took a screen grab of it this morning. 646,000 followers on TikTok, which is you know amazing amazing if they actually all showed up for the live stream that would be very crowded it would be the the, the number one live stream we had have ever had was forty thousand in a live stream so things have changed over the last couple of years where now we get like we have 2400 people who have come through i don't know how many people we actually have in the account right this second but we appreciate you all the rest these numbers about getting more subscribers That's not the goal. It's cool, but that's not why we're here. If we help one of you, we're doing a good job. If we help 10 of you, we're doing a great job. Uh, We're here for everyone who shows up. It's not about uh, uh, going viral, although it's neat. Some some of our videos have made news and –
1: Yeah, for, you know – Whatever reason, because people are happy with us, or <laughs> we're more, not. More likely when they're not happy with us. <laughs> That's
0: exactly. okay. We're not here to make people happy necessarily. Uh, Brendino's has got a question, genuine question. Your thoughts on seatbelt tickets? I had a family member died because of a seatbelt.
1: So, I'm, uh, first of all, sorry to hear that. Yes. Um, my thoughts on seatbelts. Uh, it is the greater good. It is better to keep you inside that safe metal box uh, while you're going through an event uh, than. Um, flying out of the car
0: because you have no protections. It is the number way to keep you. The number one way to keep you in the car and airbags, which people seem to think work independently, uh, work in conjunction with seatbelts. They're not intended to replace seatbelts.
1: Right. So, I'm sorry that the seatbelt uh, maybe caused the injury or the death, um, but it could be because there's a lot of people that don't want to wear a seatbelt. So to make it even more restrictive, like a, a six part six point harness would be much safer than the lap and shoulder belt that we wear right now but is it reasonable can people will people wear it no they won't so it is a it is a compromise between what's best and what people will wear
0: and just an additional cuz i have a lot of discussions about the whole 6 point harness situation and that is It's great if it's worn properly, but you can't actually put yourself into the harness. You need, according to the race guys, they have somebody who straps you into that seat so tight that you become one with the seat. So it's not about having more belts. It's about to be strapped in at the appropriate tension, So, along with other factors like uh, helmets and Hans devices and all sorts of things that really make you Mm -hmm. safe. Because race car drivers for the most part, do amazing things, fly through the air, and then get up and walk out of those those cars. Yep, absolutely.
1: And and I use the word six-point harness. I know it's a five-point, but they also have the head restraint as well. So that's why I call it a six-point. That's the,
0: that's the the Hans device. Yes. Uh, and, yeah, a helmet alone, not necessarily good because helmets by themselves can cause extra pressure on the neck in the event of a collision where you can break your neck and die because of that. So there's, a, there's But people take a little bit of information and say, ah, this would be better. And just like roll cages can cause brain damage if you don't have all the other equipment in play at the same time. So, uh, yeah. And, and was it a, a lap-only belt? Was it a, a cross-strap belt? Would they have survived had they not been wearing it because the rest of the car was finally. There's so much that goes into these collisions. So to be able to say just the seatbelt alone is the issue, yeah. I, I will say that I'm th- I, I cannot get into a car without one. I feel so naked if I don't turn, put it on immediately. Me too. Never, never mind the ding, ding, ding sound. Uh, okay, here's the question that I didn't know the answer to earlier. Oh no, snow socks. I've never snow heard of them.
1: Tire socks. Chase
0: asked about it earlier. Now Emily's asking about it. I don't know what snow socks are. Apparently, this is a craze on TikTok. I'm going to write this down. I'm going
1: to you know what we're going to have to find out about it. I've never heard of it, and I'm usually into that kind of stuff. Snow socks.
0: I I'd be what are they? I be mean, watching. I'm assuming it's something you put over the tire to give you grip, but I I don't do new. Does it look like corduroys? Do, can you get them like Trudeau's socks with a different different patterns for all occasions?
1: My kids wear two different socks on purpose. That would drive me bananas. Yes, my OCD would kick in.
0: Akela <laughs> uh, says hi, Sarge. Oh, <laughs> uh, hi, Sergeant Shimble. Chimble? <laughs> I, I uh, thank you as well for what you do, hero. Thank you. Uh, okay, Michael says, what if driving? Okay. What if a driving instructor is with their own G1 team on time off? Let's teen uh, drive. Can they go on a controlled access highway with their instructor parent? If they're a legitimate driving instructor, that's what the requirement is. I cannot imagine them not being on duty and having an issue.
1: And that being said, I don't think a legitimate driving instructor would teach their own teen how to drive. They know better. I, we all know better.
0: As police officers, the, the – the, most amount of stress I ever caused my wife, I think, is when we went driving when she had her G1. Uh, I, I can tell you that, uh, that, that, that Leo's wife says, do not let a traffic cop be a driving instructor because it's
1: undue stress. Yep. And uh, wives' husbands, especially when they're traffic cops, um, you know what? We cause extra stress because we know what we're doing, and sometimes we have to average- do it the incorrect way.
0: The average person, when supervising, is is not really supervising. They're they're there because they're obligated and they're really hoping you don't crash their car. But they're not coming at it from the same perspective. Uh, Liz has not a traffic question. Jeeps, not a traffic question. Jeeps, SUVs, hatchbacks, etc. Have wipers on the back window. Why are they not available on two door, or four door sedans? Uh, would be awesome on snowy and rainy days. Hmm. Well, they have the. Def- I think basically it's the flat – the vertical rear window is why they're there. Uh, they get a lot more dirt and debris thrown up, whereas the trunk should be preventing that on a regular yeah, vehicle.
1: It is a swirl-around swirl around effect uh, that lifts up the dirt and dust and debris and swirls it up the back window when it is a flat-backed vehicle. And that's why they put it on there. You won't see a – you won't see a – Actually, I don't know if there is one in a sedan with a trunk. I don't know of one.
0: I've seen hatchbacks, but not sedans. Right. Which just hatchbacks. And it's still it's a 45 degree angle, still had a, a windshield wiper, I'm pretty sure. Yep. Now, I'm, I'm, now, I wonder if that's. I keep referencing the Mandela effect. Uh, like, did I just convince myself that I saw a hatchback, or did I ever really <laughs> see a hatchback? Did I see Sinbad? Play? No. <laughs> it's,
1: now, car manufacturers, if they're not mandated that they have to do something, And it costs money to do it. Maybe the high-end vehicles would do it, but most car manufacturers won't do something that they don't have to do that doesn't have a clearly defined benefit or want from the public that's buying them. So,
0: Northern Pike, who asked me if I was related to Ben Shapiro, says, thank you, or says, LOL, thanks, Sean. But then uh, Chase chimed in. He says, when I met Ben, I towered over him. When I met Sean, he towered over me. That's the story. We need to go back for chicken. That's where I ran into uh, Chase last.
1: Chicken, we, we, hot chicken?
0: The, not the hot chicken, but the chicken at, in uh, Kensington Market. The Ooh. the giant chicken. Yes, we could probably feed four people for what we ate each. But That's
1: anyway. why we're the shape we are. Yeah,
0: good shape. Round is a good shape. Uh, not not a great shape,
1: but it's, okay.
0: Uh, <laughs> My, Michael concurs that uh, we look more alike uh, than uh, than Ben Shapiro and I. <laughs> uh, can't charge the glasses. It's part of the VOC brand, and it's perfect on the VOC coin. So Chase has one of my challenge coins, and the challenge coin has these glasses. Actually, I went to the manufacturer's website and traced the, the graphic to create the challenge coin.
1: Why, well, your challenge coin has your face on it? No, my, just my glasses. They have your glasses on it. I'll show you. <laughs> Let's
0: I think see I've here. seen it.
1: <laughs> you have one, actually. Think, yep. Uh, are there TPS cars
0: that are equipped with those GPS bullets that stick to the suspect's cars during speed chases. OPP had those. They experimented with them. I don't think they have them anymore. I think little foam sticky doodles don't work very well.
1: Yes, I can tell you none of our Toronto cars have it. That's for sure. But I would like to. It's neat. Yeah. It's a neat idea. I'm thirsty. Oh, I have something for you today. Mm. Remind me afterwards.
0: I shall. Um... Yeah, I would. I, some I don't know what country it is, but I was told that somebody has paintball guns, and they will pepper a car with paintball guns that have marking paint on it,
1: so they can identify it later. Yeah,
0: yeah. I think that's cool too. Yep. But I, I'm, I'm kind of hoping we just go straight to, uh, you know, Elon Musk, and he gets lasers from outer space. We just target them from there and, just... and vaporize them. Well, no, we just put a you know, just dis- disable them, like, like like electromagnetic kind of thing, or I don't know, draw lines and tattoo them with "You do not speed." Send them a message. No, too much. Uh, Linda says I like you guys always. Thanks so much. Frenchie wants to know if there's a law that you can't pass TTC streetcars while doors are open. Yes, absolutely, there is. It applies to cyclists. It applies to vehicles of all kinds. It is unsafe, and you can't pass them on the other side either. Like you, you cannot pass a TTC streetcar uh, when the doors open. When the doors open,
1: kind of like you can't pass a school bus for the same reason.
0: Yeah, it's about protecting
1: people. And safety. People step off, and if they step into traffic... Unfortunately, streetcars are not in the curb lane. They're in the center of the road. So they have to cross the travel lane of traffic for the pedestrians to get on and off.
0: Speaking of pedestrians, it's not lawful to step out onto the curb prior to the TTC coming to a stop to service the stop. So pedestrians who decide to walk out and stand in a lively lane of traffic, not only is it dangerous, it's not lawful. Yeah. Good to know. Uh, no chat and comments here would make... Okay. <laughs> Yes, About this show is is very much the the epitome of conversational social media. Uh, yes, you are the show; you're part of it. If it wasn't for you, there'd be no show. But I, I on on Twitter, on TikTok, on uh, on in, what's it called, Instagram? That's where they're talking about shutting it off. But this show, yeah, yeah, this wouldn't work. it would, nope. be, it would be very. I would just be staring into the camera,
1: reading the acts,
0: reading when the acts, starting somebody,
1: with the the first one. Somebody could actually just do that themselves.
0: This is true. Uh, Sean and or the sergeant, I need to know is the bear deputized? The public must know. So Buddy? I will Buddy's tell there? you that Buddy has a badge on his hat that says Buddy. Like that is that is the most legitimate police bear ever. You gonna grab the bear? I know the bear. Okay, uh, yeah. So Buddy was it was a special special deal that one of our coworkers uh, worked to take a uniform and size it down and, and create a true. Uh, Buddy the Bear. I mean, yeah, you can't go. That that's that's official, and it's a one-off. There there shall never be another bear-like buddy. Now is he deputized? Does he have lawful? uh, Does he have authorities of arrest? Is he sworn in? He was silent so, at the swearing-in ceremony.
1: When Sean wants a day off, he has to ask Buddy before. That's right
0: to get signed off his badge. It's easy to remember, the badge number. Okay, Uh, can we suggest any additions? To law or bylaw to our local MP, such a such a slow traffic keep right. Uh, it is enforced in the U.S. and has been proven very effective. That's from Gaston.
1: I totally 100% agree with you. We used to have signs on the highway that we could enforce mm-hmm. keep right, accept a pass, slower traffic keep right. Some places have started putting them back up again. I love that idea. It makes it safer, less frustrating for everybody. And, and the deal
0: is, there are laws like unnecessary slow driving that are on the books and can be enforced. Uh, it, but in terms of can you suggest new additions to laws? Absolutely. Talk to your MPs. That's how laws get. You know, they happen. They get introduced. They create uh, members' bills and, and and talk it up and get traction. Uh, you you identify an issue. That's how things change. But and to the contrary, the the opposite direction. If you have a law that is a problem, you want to change speed limits because it's causing an issue. Don't break the law. Talk to your MP and have them take it up the food chain, and then things happen. Uh, The people who say, well, I think it's too slow here. I'm just going to do what I want. Those people are putting lives at risk.
1: Right. We as a police, we enforce the law. We don't make them. Do we have an opinion? Yep. Sometimes we give that opinion, and it's totally disregarded. Mm -hmm. Actually, most of the time the MTO does that, and the the courts do that, but— you know what, at least we're showing up to the table. At least, we're, at least we're giving our opinion and our thoughts, and we're backing it up with stuff. And hopefully they change stuff for the better.
0: Absolutely. You can only hope. But the law is the law, and while people say that the law is meant to be broken uh, and that it even by doing so creates work for us, um, it, it puts people in a position where uh, it's unsafe for everybody. So, yeah, laws are meant to be followed despite popular taglines. Chase says when he was in the air cadet program, the shuttle run was deadly, uh, especially when there were 20 people next to me doing just fine. Yeah, it was, it was, it was it's always terrible when everybody else is like, why are you panting? Why are you look like you're going to die? And speaking of which, when I was at, at the Ontario Police College, I actually uh, had a, had a, a, an injury, me and injuries, uh, it, it, well, sort of an injury, but I couldn't run for a period of time. So I came back to the police college here, and I still had to finish my shuttle run to graduate. And there was a chap that I was with who... Um, who had to do the same thing. He had shin splints, and he couldn't run at all. So we were given a period of time uh, when we were doing our post Elmer, and uh, we had this, this last day. It's like, if you don't pass today, you don't graduate with your class. And uh, I said to myself, the only way that I don't finish is if I'm carried out in an ambulance. And I finished. It's all mental. At the end of the day, you can do it. You just need to not give up. Okay. Uh, will TPS be at the boat show? Brandon wants to know. Ye, this is the boat. Is it the boat show or is it the sportsman show?
1: So there was a boat show last weekend out of the International Center. There's a boat show going on for a week. Two totally separate ones that is happening down here. I'm going to be going because I'm into boating. And I think Chesky. we
0: should go because Motor Squad's over there.
1: Uh, yes, the Motor Motor Squad working out of this building will be raffling off uh, selling tickets <laughs> for the raffle for their for Harley Davidson. I bought my tickets already, nice. so I'm planning on winning this year. Or I wouldn't mind a new bike, but new bikes are good. I'll be walking around. I won't be there working though. Right, but maybe we should walk over
0: and 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 talk to the guys about the bike and do a little promo for the thing and just visit them one we of could. these days. We next, could. maybe one day next week we'll do, and maybe we'll announce it. And then maybe we'll be like like uh, finding uh, uh, what's that what's that uh, character finding the guy with the striped shirt or.
1: Where's Waldo?
0: Where's Waldo? You can to do a <laughs> Where's Waldo thing.
1: It took me a second to figure out where you going I was thinking was Carmen San
0: Diego, Waldo. I got all confused. Uh, question from Gaston. When how long will the stream run? So we do this weekdays from ten to eleven, but very often it's eleven thirty till we're done. Uh, it's gone as long as twelve, but we try not to do that because I got other stuff to do, but I, I do try and get through all the questions. Uh, it doesn't always work out. And as uh, Michael appropriately responds. It's supposed to be an hour. It usually goes over another half an hour. Very accurate. Uh, but it, let's see here. Here in London,
1: he talks a lot.
0: Well, that's kind of what I do. Uh, Cameron says here in London, Ontario. My professors who work for London Police Service. I'm guessing that's LPS uh, since we're talking about London. Have told me it's normal that they have around 100 to 300 calls in queue. This yep. is in relation to the uh, how many calls when we start. That's a that's amazing. I don't know what that works out to for us or how many. I mean, London's a smaller
1: service. But it's a bigger city. But it's a bigger city. So I know our dispatch system, our CAD system, had to be um, reprogrammed because it was never built to have to handle the calls waiting in the queue that we were getting at sometimes Because there just wasn't enough police officers out there to service the needs of this entire city. So we had to go get the designers of this program never thought in a million years that this would ever happen but our calls for service waiting in the queue were so high it that maxed is out the system scary
0: it's it, yeah not okay uh Corey says it's funny you mentioned that the the full moon I'm a'm I'm, I'm a service plumbing and we have the same effect
1: with the full moon you're, you're... I get the full moon <laughs>
0: wait 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 that deserves a yes okay uh, is there any way to film rolling video at the back of a vehicle, full safety harness strapped to a vehicle, anchor points, et cetera? So if you're inside the vehicle, and this is having a, a film camera attached to your uh, to your car, rolling shots. Okay. If, you, if your vehicle, if the camera is mounted securely and not a, a situation where you have an insecure load uh, and you don't have a person hanging out the vehicle, because I, I did a video a while back where someone was half of their body was out the passenger window holding a handheld camera. Um, if it's if it's appropriately mounted, you could remove the window of the car, the rear window, or, or had some sort of, uh, like a pickup truck where you could open the rear window and, and have the lens coming out so you don't have that obstruction. That wouldn't be illegal, per se. Uh, the problem is where people put suction cups on the outside of the vehicle and that suction cup isn't tethered properly, and there could be issues there.
1: I'm looking at the full safety harness um, statement there. So, are you meaning that somebody is actually going to be out of their seat, out of their seat belt operating a camera? That, that, would, be, would, that not would be unlawful. Be safety harness or not, it would be unlawful.
0: Now, there are times when you can do that. You have a closed road with police controlling it. That's how movies get made. Yep. It's it's a very different thing, but you can't just do that on your own. So, I thank you for making note of the harness strapped. Yep. Uh, yeah. uh,
1: not recommended, but parking lot, if you have permission to be there. It's private property you don't need a seatbelt and you're not lawfully required to wear a seatbelt in private property.
0: And then there's the other thing. You can do things quite slowly on private property and then speed it up in post. And mm-hmm. uh, if you're all moving slowly, you can you can accelerate, make it look like it was going faster. Uh let's see here. Michael in comment about a seatbelt says more people have been saved by seatbelt and airbag working together when they work properly. Buses have seatbelt cutter. Uh, you can buy them, keep them out of reach of children, okay? Uh, Let's see here. Oh, oddly enough, here's Akela talking about remote cameras because he's a photographer. He says remote cameras can be done. There's so many things for professional work. Uh, Gaston says, I'm a race car tech. Uh, Without a helmet, with a Hans device, a full harness will almost result in whiplash and permanent neck or spinal damage. Sorry, a Hans device with a full harness will almost always – really? Hmm. Oh, without a helmet with a Hans device. Yes. Okay, so we, you're, you're, you're supporting our statement as opposed to uh, – yep. I, I I wasn't picking up what you were putting down yet. Kiana has arrived. Hello. I'm on FaceTime, but my phone's not in or near my hands. Is that legal? illegal? So I make FaceTime calls all the time when I'm driving, but it's FaceTime audio. There's no video connection. The screen is the—it's the same as if I was on a telephone call. Oddly enough, better audio quality. It's wideband audio when I'm calling the United States to talk to uh, to family. I want to use the audio on FaceTime because it's better sound. Now, if I had used FaceTime video, that would be illegal because my camera would be active, my screen would be active.
1: Right. So that's that's screen visible to driver. Yes, it is unlawful. The only screen that you're eligible to look at while you're driving is a GPS. Based
0: screen. Yes. Here's the answer as to what AJ, sorry, uh, snow socks are. Kind of like a bag or a sock that you can fit over the entire tire for better grip. Can be fit out on the road. Usually does amazing for snow driving but lacks on ice. You couldn't drive distance with that. that that's not something that you could just put or, on and drive. Maybe to get
1: by the sound of things.
0: But, but maybe getting, st- you're stuck at the side of the road, you can't get out. Here's an opportunity to put something on to get out of the ditch, maybe.
1: I'm going to. Uh, We're Googling it. I'm going to look at it.
0: I don't want to put it on screen. I'm not endorsing anything. Uh, let's see here. <laughs> Gaston says uh, that a friend of theirs or a family member of theirs was charged with distracted driving because of a FaceTime uh, call. Yeah, I I remember clear as day. I pulled up in a police car. I was at uh, Allen Road and uh, Finch near there, and I looked out my window, and I saw someone having a full-on conversation with their lap, like staring into it, so I... I put the car in park got out walked over and sure enough the the person on the video call saw me before the driver did that's how distracted they were uh they they got they got a ticket but i waved to the person that was <laughs> uh what is this i used your advice last night my pet doctor said no that's from fat nico i have no idea what they're talking about i i assume there's some kind of joke here i'll put it on screen
1: yeah
0: um no idea what they're talking about So maybe there's a meme or something that we just walked into, but whatever. Uh, We've got Steve who says, Replying to traffic services, Toronto police service, traffic services, Toronto, nothing quite like answering your own question. (laughs) I don't know what that one is. Uh, Good morning, what's a challenge coin? A challenge coin. Do I have a challenge coin here? uh i probably do but i can't find it right now challenge coins are things that military and police here's here's sort of a challenge coin this one's from brooks alberta from officer logan who sent me a brooks alberta coin and basically it's a memento uh a souvenir of sorts but usually you have to earn them so when i became a harley davidson motorcycle operator i was issued a challenge coin from the police college that said you are an operator here's your thing and you're, you, there's other things that can come with that. Military units often have a coin, and I made a coin. So when I have a guest on the show, I can give it to them.
1: And what is the challenge portion of the coin?
0: Well, <laughs> and this is where some people say, well, that's not good. Uh, if you were to be at a bar, per
1: se. Yeah, or any event, you don't have to actually be at the bar.
0: Oh, yeah, so it could be
1: anywhere. Somebody can issue the challenge mm-hmm. and pull out a challenge coin, and you have to have your challenge coin there. If you don't have it, you're responsible for picking up the tab.
0: Yes, it can be very expensive. Now, I will say that uh, I used to be a member of the chief ceremonial unit, and we would often share or show our coins. And there was one member, I believe, it was Stu. If we pulled out a coin, he says, "Are you challenging me?" And I'm like, "No, no." <laughs> also, never ring the bell in a mess. Never ring the bell. Okay. And and we have we have a we there's a member who. Uh, uh, we now call ding-a-ling because he went to an officer's mess and went ding a ling ling and he owed for each ring a round. Wow. ding That was a very expensive night
1: for him. So why would they put a bell there?
0: Because when you are promoted or you want to celebrate, you ring the bell and you're telling everybody that you're buying a round.
1: Wow, okay.
0: Yes, don't ever ring the bell unless you are prepared to pay. Okay, uh, can you ask the Sarge if he knows any policies where police have to provide name and badge number. Guelph Police said their service act tells them they have to. TPS TPS said you only get badge, no name. So uh, this was a question that Michael asked earlier in the show, and I said I know, I know of no law or rule that says we must verbalize the name and badge number. It's on our uniform because somebody asked and they said, here's my badge number.
1: Yep, so we will identify ourselves, though. There's no problem There's, with that. Yeah. We wear a name, and now I, I don't have my name tag on because I just had my sweater on took it off to come in here, and I should have switched my name tag over. But on our applets, on uh, my shoulders here, badge number is there. It's on our hat. Uh, on our badge on the hat is a badge number. And if you ask a police officer to identify themselves, they will.
0: I've never not. I've never no. said, no, it's only on my shirt. But is there a rule or policy that says we must verbalize it?
1: No. There's a rule and policy that's saying you must display it, and it must be clearly displayed. You cannot remove it. Well, but-
0: if somebody was visually impaired, obviously we would verbalize it for them just because we would. But I, it was just an interesting question, and I don't, I'm, not, I'm not aware of any policy that says we police must.
1: Police Services Act must, says we must be readily identifiable as a police officer. That includes wearing our uniform, which includes our name and our badge number.
0: Uh, Michael follows to say, do police have assigned weapons? Do they just take whatever available? Do they take them home or wear it at a desk? Uh, If we're talking about firearms, we're individually issued firearms. They're they're our firearms. Nobody else uses them.
1: When we're talking about other use of force options, it could be issued directly to them, or it could be what we call a shared asset. Kind of like our police cars. We don't have our own police cars. We, you know, it's a shared asset. Somebody, when you get out, somebody else can use it. Uh, We have some tasers because we don't have enough tasers for everybody because they cost a a fair bit of money. Um, They can share them, sign them out, sign them in. Uh, body worn cameras are usually assigned to the officer but if we don't have enough it can be a shared asset things like that it all so. depends
0: and depends what kind of their special units where some of those shared assets at traffic would be individually issued because it's a small unit specialized unit uh, different things it, it depends
1: right our roadside uh, screening devices it's a shared asset so you use it test it first use it uh, bring it back in again somebody else signs it out they test it before their use and then Go work with it. Awesome.
0: Awesome. Uh, Michael says, I would pay for good constable and good sergeant audiobook of the HTA. Both of you alternate reading each subsection, traffic (laughs) services, ASMR. Uh, That's too funny. Uh, Maybe maybe we have a a retirement plan.
1: You know what? I don't think people want to listen to this for that long.
0: (laughs) You you have to know how redundant the HTA is. It is is even boring for us to read at times. Uh, We are decoding it and giving you the... The, the filtered version to give you the straight goods. It is not a fun read, uh, although I do find it interesting. And In oh, so so much so 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 repetitive. Uh, AJ the Awesome says, "Never got to thank you both. Last year I got laid off and times were tough. This show was a great distraction. Life good now, but I thank you for being awesome. Thank, thank you very much. Thank you. I'm, I'm glad that we were a part of uh, uh, of a positive uh, take on on that situation you went through. I'm glad that you're on the good side of things now." Uh does the Marine Unit have anyone to spare for boat show? It makes sense totally does Are they totally there?
1: does I don't know
0: it makes sense that they they're the boat people
1: they're the experts in that field or in that lake or in that pond.
0: Uh, Are the speed cameras that are on the ground getting replaced with taller ones? I've noticed them disappearing recently. Uh, I was thinking it was so people can't damage them like spray painting over the camera. Some jurisdictions, not necessarily in Canada, have them mounted high up on poles, but the ones here uh, are, are moved around the city sometimes, redeployed.
1: So in the city of Toronto, they are the lower ones. Each municipality or each jurisdiction has to buy their own. There's a number of different models that they can choose from, a number of different settings that they can have them on, and they will deploy them as they see fit. has to be in a community safety zone, so it's in the spot that is the most identified as the most dangerous. It's out in front of schools. It's out in front of parks. It's, it's out in front of play areas, things like that. So um, what they're set at is up to the individual municipality. I don't get the spray painting over the camera. And it takes an awful lot of time and effort to get out and spray paint. But I heard that some people in neighborhoods were doing it, in their own neighborhood. The camera is there to make their family and themselves safe. Safer, yeah. And they want to come out and and spray paint it.
0: I've heard of people who petitioned the government to put, like the local government, to put a camera in their neighborhood for the safety. And then they themselves got a ticket and complained saying, but I'm the one who asked for it. Well, you're obviously part of the problem.
1: uh, You know what? I uh, I think there should be more of them.
0: I would like to see – I personally would like to see automated enforcement on every street, on every lane of the highway. I think if the rules are the rules, follow the rules or don't drive. And then we can deal with the big stuff. People say, well, why are you wasting time with, with minor traffic offenses when people are getting hurt? And other? Okay, we can focus on other stuff if we can rule out – the stuff that's still an issue, but we can completely offload it to other means. You talk about Europe. We were both uh, – we, we traveled to Europe and uh, recently we were out there. In England, In in I think it was in Scotland too, they have automated enforcement. They have lanes of traffic that you you enter a zone, you exit the zone. It calculates the time it took you to get there over the distance. They, they know how fast you were going on average. They issue tickets.
1: Yep. Just makes yes. sense. Yeah, in, in between exits on the motorways over there. They will take your license plate to the start, take your license plate to the back, calculate it. So and they take, take
0: pictures of the front of the vehicle. They get the driver, the issue, and the points come off the license. It's not just a, a, a tax, as people will call it. It is a direct knock on your license. Behavior is different there.
1: We all know that when you know there's a speed camera around, you slow down, you drive properly, safely. And then you speed back up again.
0: If we you all- had it on every street, there was nowhere to avoid it, you wouldn't speed. Right. It, it would be simple. We would, we would remove the issue, but it's expensive. And people don't like it. Somehow they think they deserve to be able to go faster. I don't know why. I figure everyone who's speeding slept in. That just has to be, or, or didn't give enough time, or didn't follow a schedule, or didn't make a plan, but it's it's, it's sad. Uh, let's see here. We got uh, Liz who says, forget that. Dad was a TPS cop, not a traffic services, and I refused to let him teach me how to drive. I paid for the driving school instead for my own safety.
1: My kids, too. I paid.
0: I I I kind of want to teach my kids to drive, but I know that they're not going to want me to teach them. Uh, Is it Janan or Yanan, or I'm going to keep moving on because I don't know how to pronounce your name. What requirements to apply for police jobs? So for a police officer in Ontario, you have to be a Canadian uh, citizen or permanent resident. Uh, You need to have a minimum of a grade 12 education. You must be able to pass the physical, uh, academic, and mental health test because there's a psychological testing as well. More information available for that at tps.ca forward slash careers. I'll put that on screen. Have to have a
1: driver's license, have to be morally fit for the job.
0: Yes, yes, absolutely. Uh, But but you know what? All the information is there, and check it out. Learn about the police service you want to apply for. Work towards getting uh, ready for that application. And when you're ready, apply. You can do it online. Uh, What is this? Kiana says, we have two – sorry, a response from Michaela to Kiana – we have two styles now. The ones, the new ones are taller and use radar instead of in-ground loops. They catch more rolling stops on right turns. That's for red light cameras. But yes. I think we, we were talking about speed cameras before. I thought we were talking about speed cameras. Uh, Michael, also responding to Liz, no parent should fully teach anyways, especially most never uh, retesting from full G to 80 years. You know what? We build a lot of bad habits. And We've talked about this. Scott Marshall, a friend of ours who creates curriculum for driving schools and was the head instructor for uh, young drivers for a long time, Uh, he says that he was constantly talking about that on Safe Driver podcast. What if we had to annually retest for our license?
1: Would we be better drivers? (sighs) Sure, we would.
0: What is this? January 18th, Thursday, not Tuesday. Did yes. I grab the
1: wrong title uh, you graphic? It, you did it yesterday as well. Did I really? You had the date and the day incorrect. Oh,
0: that bugs me. I'll go update the uh, archives. I, I should have told you. Thank you very much. I, you know what? Uh, last night it was like midnight when I did it. I was cross-eyed. I don't have an excuse for the day before other than it was a last-minute change. Uh, but I appreciate the heads up. I appreciate that you're all paying uh, Actually, what am I saying? That was a test. You did very well. Thank you. <laughs> uh mike was moving on snow socks not for long distance it tends to destroy itself well it's working uh best is a last-ditch effort yes that makes sense uh do, 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 do. And then he corrects it, it, it says no it was about red light cameras uh they don't move them both around depending on the need okay got that Moving on, trying to scroll through because we have a lot of dialogue here. A lot of people talking. It's great. I love that you guys are are, are part of it. By the way, if you uh, if you want me to add you, because I, originally I had a telegram.trafficcop.ca thing. If you want to come part be part of the chat group and talk to the members that are in there, uh, go to the form at trafficcop.ca. Send me a message with the email address you want me to add you on, and I'll send you directly a, a link to invite you. Because you could be having this conversation with Kayla and Michael and, and the gang all the time. Because they're on constantly talking about stuff. Yep. Okay. Uh, on a, Oh, here. I believe this was an unanswered question from Tuesday. And thank you very much, Dan. I, I love that we have uh, people who are paying attention. Because I said, we'll talk about it later. And then I forgot. Uh, if my ATV is registered and has license plates, can I drive on the road without an M1 license?
1: No. So, actually, you cannot drive... On the road with an m1 license or a g1 license either you must have atvs are allowed on certain roads not all roads there are special requirements for speed for atvs they must travel only on the right hand side the farthest right that they can uh do on the roadway which includes the shoulder you must have a g2 or m2 or higher or uh, another class of full driver's license to be able to operate on the road
0: on certain roads
1: on certain roads where they're allowed to be operated so each municipality um, designates roads where they can or cannot do it so um, one that's close to us the city of Kortha Lakes they have they had a battle because there's an ATV association a fantastic one that's in the area they set the rule for zero no roads none anywhere and it has taken quite a while for the municipality to come around to see the economic benefits of allowing some roads sometimes, but it's up to us as ATVers not to ruin it.
0: Someone so, asked uh, on, in the comments yesterday, if I have an ATV with a snowplow, can I use it in the city to... Uh... <laughs> I'm glad he put... So I didn't put that up, but it's a comment I was laughing about. Uh, <laughs> who is the other guy? Mini-me? That's coming in from JT's putting it on the screen. Well, it, it, it... I'll come back to this. Since, since JT uh, JD uh, distracted me... Uh, but the comment came from Michael saying, uh, you can read the good sergeant's number on and Cap badge. Maybe only I can read Sean's cat, uh, Sean's badge number because Michael's taller than I am by, a, oh, by okay. a lot. And, uh, so, so we, we would have small, medium, and large if we were all standing in a row, but it goes together with the mini me comments. So I had a, re- I read one and then I read that and thanks JD for putting it on screen. Uh, that was very funny. Uh,
1: you had an ATV question again.
0: Yes, ATV with snow plow. Someone asked if they could plow their driveway in Toronto because it's there and, you know, could they use it for, for that purpose? Yep. So they can use it?
1: Yep, absolutely. On their own property? On
0: sure. their property. But if it was onto the sidewalk, onto the road, nope. that's no, where they were really going. No Can't.
1: sidewalk, no road.
0: Yes. So I gave them the right answer. Uh, HGA translated to Dr. Zeus style, would <laughs> that would sell. Maybe. Uh, Corey says, after the speed reduction a few years ago, did the unposted roads reduce from 50 to 40? Sorry, I've already asked this before. We talked about it yesterday, and I was saying that when you enter the city, those signs are updated to say what the unposted standard is. Yep. I I, I still didn't pay attention to the fact that if it's changed from 50 to 40 or not. I
1: still believe it's 50. I think so, too. The unposted speed in the city of Toronto is 50 kilometers an hour. The unposted speed on the 400 series highway is 100 kilometers an hour.
0: Sorry, the unposted sign? for
1: On the 400 Series Highways.
0: Ah. The and, and King's Highways. So it used to be 50 and 80 for not the King's Highways. 50 and 80 was always the unposted. Right. Okay. It's things I do not think about until I think about them, and then I'm like, did that really happen? Yeah. Uh, Michael saw a Reddit post this morning about uh, asking to dispute 60 kilometer an hour in a 30, what is it? 400, Okay. Another user told me they deserve it. Why do people – everyone wants to fight. There's so many people who are are supporting the concept to take every ticket to court. I say don't threaten me with a good time. I like court. But really, if you're guilty and you know you're guilty, why are you wasting time in court? Do better next time. Because I can. I I get it. It's their right. Uh, But I've, I've often said, you know, if you have a defense, go defend yourself. If you are guilty, grow up and move on. I mean, there are times when you have to ask for help because you don't have the finances to be able to support paying it. That's different. That's taking responsibility and saying, I did it. I know I was wrong, but I'm financially unable to pay for that. I totally support that. If you need help, go ask for help. But the people who try and play games, well, maybe the officer won't show up. Hmm. And, and yep. they're allowed to do it, but it's just such a waste. We, we waste so much money that way.
1: Unfortunately, Sean.
0: You got to go. I got to run. And so do I. But I wanna, I, you know, I'll want you round, I'll round up the next eight minutes until the uh, – the uh, half mark, and I will try and skim through here and see if there's anything else to talk about. And Goodbye, then we get that everybody. Joke.
1: It's been a pleasure. Thanks I won't be here tomorrow. It. Guess what I'm doing?
0: Yeah, playing in the snow.
1: I'm going in search of snow.
0: Very good. Have a wonderful, safe weekend. I'll see you in five minutes. But okay, very quickly. Should you ever use a left signal in a roundabout? You're not required to signal into a roundabout. You're going into the roundabout because the road goes into the roundabout. You signal right to exit it. Unless, yes, he was waiting to make sure I gave a an right answer. <laughs> he says, don't. Uh, But, yeah, left, no. Uh, But, but but what is this? If a license plate must be on the front, how does that work with a plow truck? Can't exactly put it there. So you mount it to the portion of the plow uh, where there's a mounting point. If there isn't one zip tie uh, tie it there, you have to make it somewhere visible. Now, the front doesn't have to be illuminated. The rear one does. If you were relocating it, it would have to be mounted in a visible place and illuminated for night. Uh, What is this? Boom, boom, boom. Can a G1 driver drive anyone's vehicle? Is my kid that has a G1 covered under my insurance account? So, so here's the deal. I called when my wife got a G1, and uh, we said, hey, we got our g G1. Do you want the information? They said, no, as long as you're with the licensed driver, uh, they are insured. When they get the G2, that's when you have to. So, yeah, you're super – a G1 does not allow them to drive alone. They are being supervised by a fully licensed G-class driver who has four years or more experience. And uh, yeah, the insurance is covered. Nothing else is required. And anyone's vehicle, yeah, as long as they're driving it with permission and supervised with the appropriate supervising driver. Okay, do, do, do. What do we got here? Okay, dad joke. Kiana says, I have a few speeding cameras in my neighborhood and they are constantly getting knocked down. And it's disgusting that people have no respect for anything. Uh, that's unfortunate. I would, of course, report that. It's criminal mischief. Corey says, Thanks for answering all my questions. Have a great day. Thanks so much. I got your dad joke right there. So let's do the dad joke thing. So, uh, do, do, do we got? First, the, the Yogi Berra quote, because Akela is all about Yogi. Uh, you've got to be very careful if you don't know where you're going because you might not get there. <laughs> it's, make a plan. That makes sense. Uh, Akela's dad joke. What's the best way to get a bunch of personal injury lawyers to pose for a photo? Say fees, I buy that. Uh, we got we got jokes. What is this dad joke? This is the Corey dad joke. What time did the man go to the dentist? Two thirty. I like that too. That's pretty good. Awesome. Well, listen, it's been a slice. Uh, I got to go. I got I got stuff to do and we'll be back tomorrow for Friday, that best day of the week because it means it's the last day of the week and then we don't show up on Saturday because we're doing other stuff and things. Uh, have a wonderful day. Drive sober, drive safe, park legally and smile because it looks good on you. Have a great day. Yellow light, red
2: light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow. Watch for pedestrians, look out for bikes and don't drive like a jerk that no one likes yellow light red light green light go driving safely is the way to go put down your cell phone nobody needs you to text and drive on the dvp yellow light red light green light go stop the stop signs look both ways then go A seat that'll save your life indeed and watch your driving Don't speed, yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely is the way to go. Don't drink and drive or smoke some weed because you might go to jail and not get free. Yellow light, red light, green light, go. Driving safely helps the traffic flow.
0: I found King5K's question. Can I pull... Sorry, can I pull a cop over for cutting me off with no indicator to lane change from far most left lane to right lane to make an exit? Happened on the DVP at Lawrence exit. He almost made me crash. You can't pull him over. You have no authority. But you can make a complaint. If you saw that, if that was an issue, if they nearly ran you off the road, certainly that would make an appropriate uh, complaint. You can do that by going to the OIPRD. You can contact the Toronto Police directly, talk to a supervisor. There's a couple of different avenues. But at the end of the day, OIPRD is where you're going to be going to make that complaint. I believe you can do it online, so that's an option for you. Obviously, uh, if their emergency lights were on, uh, then you should have been looking for them. But if that was just a sweeping movement, and listen, even if the lights were on, if it was done dangerously, you can always make the complaint. They'll investigate it. They'll find out if it was justified. and We'll go from there. Anyway, hope you have a great day. And by the way, I appreciate questions like that. It's good to ask hard questions, but don't pull anybody over. That, that won't go well for you.
1: <laughs> Take it easy.